So today I'm joined by Sean Dubrovnik. He's the Chief Economist for IPC. Nice to see you, Sean. Great to see you. Yeah. So we're at a time where we've literally come post-COVID, supply chain starting to even out a bit. Um, We've got a lot of people talking about a potential recession on the on the horizon, and it's even starting to, you know, rear its head with some of the larger companies laying making layoffs in the last couple of weeks. Um, where do you see it? What what do you what visibility have you got going forward? So if you look at broadly, economic growth was definitely slower in 2022 than we had anticipated at the beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. uh, we're anticipating quite slow growth in 2023 for the year uh, and much of that weakness will show up in the first half of the year we think europe is probably f flat to slightly down for the year right uh, the u.s is probably barely positive mm -hmm. for the year um, if you look specifically at the industry i think there are a number of headwinds and there's also some some tailwinds as well so you hit on some of those tailwinds right. supply chain Dynamics have improved significantly, and with that, we've seen costs come down. Mm -hmm. Transportation costs are down significantly from from the peak, from where they were. Yep. Uh, we've seen the availability of components and of supplies has improved drastically. Mm -hmm. uh, so the the kind of the stock out environment that we were living in there for a little while has eased. So those are some good tailwinds. Yeah. Um, backlogs still look pretty healthy, and so companies are are working through mm -hmm. the, those and and uh, and order flow at least for now is looking okay companies seem optimistic about that but yes the the headwinds mm. are this broader macroeconomic environment uh, a general slowdown you've got war in ukraine that mm -hmm. continues to weigh on not just europe but also other parts of the world because of the geopolitical uncertainty that it that it creates and it creates. so um, I think there is a, a just a general uneasiness about the uh, this broader slowdown, and, and that makes people a little uneasy. Right. I, I like to say that uh, we're doing a very good job of talking ourselves into recession, and, and you see CEOs and, and other executives that are uh, perhaps apprehensive to make investments. Certainly mm -hmm. at the end of 2022, we saw a lot of companies hold off on some investments waiting for the new year. Just yep. they want a little more visibility. visibility. And I, I think if we can move past this period in the first half of the year to where executives feel a little bit better, organizations feel like they can make some investments, mm. uh, then I think we could see things pick up a little bit in, in the back half. Uh, yeah. As long as there's this uncertainty, though, I think it's going to be hard to, to move yeah, forward. I mean, it's a kind of strange environment because usually, you know, recessions are, are coupled with, um, you know, high unemployment and all the rest of it. Yeah. Unemployment, generally speaking, is still relatively high. The only area where it's been tailing off recently is, has been in the front-end consumer products, you know, cell phones, computers, that type of thing. Um, but, um, you know, again, these are cyclical things. They could come back again, um, you know, post close to summer Q3, Q4 next year. Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, so, I mean, but some people are talking recession. Some people are talking crash. I mean, yeah. um, um, you know, the interest rates are a very blunt yeah. weapon to use in this. They are. Uh, you know, and I don't know if, if, if they're really being that effective. Yeah, I think y you definitely do have some cohort of both 
companies in our industry and companies outside of our industry that are worried about a very deep and prolonged contraction. Mm. Uh, I'm not in that camp. I think we see a period of economic malaise. We see, you know, deterioration certainly from where we were in 2022, which is worse than we were in 2021, mm -hmm. ironically, even right. though we were in the immediate shadows of the pandemic. Uh, but at the same time, and, and you hit on a big piece of that, that power and that force is that employment still looks pretty good. Yeah. Uh, we, and so companies are still hiring mm -hmm. and it's hard to imagine that you can have a deep prolonged recession without significant unemployment. And the, right. the, uh, job cuts that we've seen thus far, even big job cuts from big tech companies, isn't enough to uh, to get me worried yet. Right. We'll, we expect unemployment to creep up mm -hmm. this year, but it's still looking like it will probably peak out at levels well below what we've seen in other recessions. We certainly yeah. don't see the type of downturn that we saw in 07 and 09 for the, for no. the financial crisis. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, I, I mean, I think honestly, I think we're we're also in a period of of uh, great innovation in the electronics industry. Yes. Uh, we've got a huge number of new products coming into the pipeline um, that that we didn't have before. So the so the the actual volume of electronics manufacturing is is increasing exponentially. Yes. Uh, and that is going to be another thing that will offset any potential downturn, specifically in our community. Yeah. And if you look at some of those trends, those are seismic trends that are not going to happen in just six months or 12 months, but these are decade-long transitions. Yeah. So you've got a lot of industries that are, are seeking to become more sustainable. They're switching to alternative energy sources. Mm -hmm. And at the root of all of that are electronics, moving yeah. towards EVs, moving towards renewables. And so I, I think that piece of the market is going to do well. Obviously, defense has mm -hmm. seen a lot of investment as it relates right. to rebuilding stock and then just being aware of the geopolitical concerns. Yeah. So th that segment has done quite well. Mm -hmm. um, you hit on it already. It's mm -hmm. been the consumer market, which which grew quite well in the immediate aftermath of the pandemic. We've seen some of that, uh, you know, some of that growth pulled back. Right. But there are other segments that are doing quite well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's not all doom and gloom. You know, there's still um, some some nice, um, you know. Uh, rosy things on the horizon, uh, and uh, long may it continue. Uh, yeah. Anything else out there that you think is significant um, that, that might affect the industry going forward? Well, so IPC publishes research every single month. The mm -hmm. best way to kind of keep on tap and, and know what's coming and, and really see whether things are getting worse or getting better yeah. is to take a look at some of that research. We publish an economic outlook every month that we update. We publish sentiment. Uh, data and, and um, sentiment indices every month. So that to me is a really good barometer to measure how the industry is feeling. Mm -hmm. And then you can measure your own emotions and your own <laughs> expectations against what the broader industry is feeling. Those are all, all global reports. So regardless of where you are in the world, you can access that. And uh, so I think it's good to, to have those as part of your monthly cadence and, and it will help you work through all of the the details of the year ahead great great well that's great advice and uh you know thank you for all the work you do with ipc and uh thank you for coming in and talking to us about it today yeah great to see you glad to be here
the Arch FX manufacturing platform. Processing over a trillion data points each month. Bringing value to every level of your organization. That's Manufacturing Insights for tomorrow. At Kaizen, we know it's the science that makes the difference. The right solutions happen when you care enough to ask the right questions. And we understand that your performance is directly related to ours. Science knows why it works. Care knows why it's important. Expand your inspection capabilities. Inspect in five directions using top and four angled cameras simultaneously. Find defects that a single camera can't detect, such as OCR and QFN solder bridge. Best in class performance 18 megapixel sensor.